Unlock the past and safeguard your memories with ScanMyPhotos.com. Here's our special promo code, GODIGITAL, to get a whopping up to 50% off your photo scanning order. Don't let your cherished moments fade away. Digitize them now with precision and care. Whether it's old slides, photos, or films, bring them into the digital age and relive those precious memories. This is an affiliate promotion, meaning we may earn a commission if you take advantage of this fantastic deal. Act fast, preserve your history, and save big with Go Digital at ScanMyPhotos.com. Welcome to Ask Maureen, where we cover historical image analysis, genealogy, and how to work with your family photo collection. I'm Maureen Taylor, the photo detective, and I'll try to answer your questions. Good afternoon. Thank you for joining me for the episode uh, eight of Ask Maureen. And this is the Be Live TV production studio. And you are, you can ask me questions and they are all live. Uh, so your name will appear on the bottom. If you want an anonymous question, uh, we can try that as well. But your question will appear so that other people can see it. And I will attempt to answer all of them live. Uh, if I don't have the answer to something that you are, uh, a more complicated question, I will certainly email you back and then put it on my Facebook page. So this should be coming to you from Facebook on my photo detective page. The sound should work. Uh, the audio should be fine. The visuals are great. This is Ask Maureen, episode eight, now available on iTunes. There you go. So in today's episode, we're going to talk about a few things. First off, we're going to explore the WeWear culture, which is the one of the Google Arts and Culture websites. It's a pretty amazing site, I must say. I just spent uh, some time today playing around with it, and we're going to look at that. We're going to look at a photograph of a 1923 solar eclipse because that's on everyone's mind. People are getting ready for Monday's big event. And someone submitted a photograph, a really interesting photograph of Mrs. Heilman's cat. Um, and you've got to see it to believe it. It is the cutest cat, uh, bells and all. And I know many of you have cats. You've sent me pictures of them. And we'll get started with that uh, right now. So let's go to We Wear Culture. So We Wear Culture is a pretty powerful search engine from Google. It has uh, 3,000 years of world fashion is covered on this site. There's a 180 museum partners. And there are, in addition to just single images, some of these museums have created uh, exhibits, online exhibits, so that you can research the history of the little black dress, for instance, if you're interested in that. You can also, through ultra-high-resolution ultra imaging, see in detail some of the details in this, clo in this clothing. So let's, let me show you how it works. So on the left is Partners, and it tells you who they've partnered with, all these different museums from all over the world. 
um, their projects. I'm going to take a grand tour of Italy without ever leaving your house. You can do that through arts and culture. But let's go back to We Wear Culture. I want to show you a couple of things. So up here, you have to be logged into Google, or I am, and then here you can search. And one of the things I want to look at to show you how beautiful it is, is something called the Devereaux Bodice. Click that and search on it, and then click on this. And you can actually, so this is a bodice uh, covered with silver thread. Um, it has to do with uh, Elizabeth I of England, 1558 to 1603. So there's always a description. And one of the, the best collections of costume in the world is actually in Japan, the Kyoto Costume Institute. But in this case, here's the bodice. Now take a look what happens when you do this. You can even go in a little closer. There's a way to go in super close. There we go. Look at that. So if you are very interested in the details of this particular uh, bodice, look at the stitching. Look how close you can get through this ultra uh, high resolution imaging. Now say you are interested in... Uh, I've been searching 1840s. Let's search 1840. You're interested in clothing in 1840. We can do that. You'll see a collection of exhibits. It's, unfortunately, it's if you search just 1840, you're going to get a selection of lots of things. So here we have illustrations from about the same time period. Um, there's related things. Uh, Queen Victoria, that's obviously not a, an 1840 image of her. And... And you can search all these things. You can search by artists or medium. I advise you to have a good time with it. Just go on Google search, We Wear Culture, and take a few minutes, or basically you'll spend the afternoon playing around with it and looking at, uh, let's actually look, since I just came back from a fantastic trip to Scotland, let's see what we have for 1840 Scotland. Maybe nothing. Looks like nothing. Let's just look for tartan. There you go, best match for tartans. Tartan is a pattern consisting of crisscrossed horizontal and vertical bands in multiple colors. And there are some exhibits uh, related to some tartans. There's some people wearing different tartans, tartans in fashion. And you can click on any one of these and get a closer look. 210 items are currently in this collection. So this is, what happens when we click on that? Not much, it's not working very well. But let's go back and take a look at, what should we look at? Does anyone have any questions for me? If you, uh, post a question on my Facebook page. I believe it pops right up uh, so that other people can see it. I'm going to say, send me your questions. Love to see them. I'm going to go on my phone as well, just in case the questions are not popping up. Since this is my very first go round with this uh, platform, you never know if it's going to work or not. 
until you actually try it out. So I'm going, you can see me looking at my phone. It was a good idea to have a backup. I am now live. There is one comment, and that's the one for me. Send me your questions. I am now live. Oops, and they can hear me that way too. So anyway, I've had a good time explaining and playing with this WeWare culture, and I hope you'll go online um, live and try it as well. Many people sent me the link when it first came out a few months ago, and I've been playing with it ever since. And I have some ideas of my own. Um, having to do with fashion and the web. And you'll have to wait a few months to see what I have in mind. Uh, so there's that. Here we go. Live comments. People want to know if there are little girls' dresses. So let's look at, there's Michelle Allenworth, who's asking about little girl dresses. So let's take a peek. Let's use that search button. And you can also share these things. Live, so let's do um, about pinafores. That's a nothing coming up. Let's do eighteen fifty dresses for girls. Oftentimes, just like in the old days of card catalogs, it's all about having the right search feature. Let's go back. For some reason, it seems to have stalled. Go back to We Wear Culture. Oops, that went a little too far. Let's try it again. Let's do girls' dresses. Dresses. So we got mostly dresses just in. There's a, is that a little girl's dress? A girl's dress. 1890 to 1900. And this is one of those ones, if it has that little circle with the plus, that you can actually uh, do that thing where you can zoom in to see the lace on the collar. So that's pretty cool. We're going to stop looking at that. Is it possible to date clothing by little girls fashion? Is a question from Michelle Allensworth. And yes, actually you can date some clothing by little girls fashions. It all depends. Are they hand-me-downs? Are they, uh, the Michelle, are they the clothing that, um, are they new to that little girl? It depends on oftentimes how uh, economically stable the family was. You know, if you had a family of seven children, maybe you kept passing down the dresses, and so they might not be as up-to-date. Um, or it could be the mother made a fashion using an older pattern. So fashion is... Um, dating fashion is a bit variable sometimes. You have to pay attention to all the details in it. Uh, but the simple answer to this question is sometimes it is possible to date clothing by little girl's fashion. Absolutely. Pay attention to hats and collars and shoes. Um, the little details that will change for each little girl. So I promised you, this is the cool thing about this. I can actually hide Michelle's comment now. I can talk about the eclipse. So. 
I don't know about you, but everybody around here is all whipped up about the eclipse, the eclipse. I live on the East Coast. We are going to get to see some of it, but not as much as um, here in the Northeast as different parts of the country. I think one of my neighbors is actually on his way um, to view it. I think they're going to South Carolina, maybe. And so in 1923, there was actually an eclipse on uh, September 10th, 1923. And here we have a group of men uh, with their cameras uh, taking pictures of the eclipse. Now, maybe some of you want to take pictures of the eclipse as well. And of course, be very safe. You're not supposed to look directly at the eclipse. You can... Uh, especially the partial eclipse, you can very, very much damage your eyes. So I'm going to include a link on my Facebook page that will uh, be to NASA to show you some things that you can do and how you can create a pinhole camera. Um, I was talking to my son about that just yesterday when I was saying, how are you going to view the eclipse? And he was like, mom, what are you going to do? And I said, well, I remember... A, a long time ago that we had an eclipse or a partial eclipse and we used paper plates and pinholes and did some reflection. It wasn't perfect, but uh, it's a pretty cool event. And uh, let's see what comes on Monday. And you can also on this NASA link, there's a way for you to share your photos of the eclipse um, that you've taken. And so we'll have to check back, not only read the instructions beforehand, but then post some and then check back and see. Obviously, NASA is the people that know all the answers um, to this kind of thing. I have one more thing to share with you, and it's a cool one. So we're going to get rid of the eclipse, which I just love that photograph. That's from the Library of Congress, by the way. If you're ever looking for a photograph on any topic, I always start with the Library of Congress. You never know what you're going to find in that library. So let's go to Mrs. Heilman's cat. So a woman sent this cat photo to me, and isn't it adorable? It's a uh, it looks like a black cat on a wicker piece of furniture, and it has a collar with it looks like bells on it and a satin ribbon or silk ribbon. And here's the thing: so it was in this woman's family, and uh, give me a shout out if you have pictures of your family pets. I know sometimes I feature pictures of my dogs on my Facebook page. It's kind of fun to do that every so often. So, you know, who's sitting at my feet. Um, but this is Mrs. Heilman's cat. This was in a woman's collection and she sent it to me because it's a postcard. And she said, why would the cat be photographed as a postcard? So real photo postcards debut in about 1900, in, in 1900. Before that, there were chromolithograph postcards, uh, mostly for tourists and you, or fun themed ones. And you'd write your address on the back. So you weren't allowed to actually write a message on the back until after March 1st, 1907, at least here in the United States. So Mrs. Heilman's cat on the back has an undivided back. It's just a place for an address. And it has some pencil scratches on the back, which were kind of fun to, to, to look at and try to figure out. And there's a little more details about Mrs. Heilman's cat. So from the back of this picture in pencil was written that the cat is 10 years old 
so not only is it an adorable cat that Mrs. Hellman wanted to have a, a picture of, but maybe the cat was definitely getting up there in years and Mrs. Hel Hellman wanted a picture of it before, um, before it moved on. So, but what about the back and how do you date this photograph? So when did Mrs. Hellman have her cat photographed? Well, the, you don't have to look any further than the stamp box on the back. So most people never mailed their photo postcards. This was just another format. So you'd go to the studio and have your, uh, my grandparents' wedding photos um, are on a postcard, for instance. But the stamp box design actually tells you a bit about the paper manufacturer and when it was available. So on the back of Mrs. Heilman's cat, which I can't show you the back, but I have it. It's an artiste one cent. You would put a one cent stamp in that stamp box. And there's a website, uh, playlplayle.com, and they feature postcard backs. And I'll give you that link as well. Does anybody have any questions for me right now about postcards and photos on postcards before I wrap up about Mrs. Heilman's cat? Uh, the question, of course, is uh, who is Mrs. Heilman and why did this photograph uh, become part of the family? So the woman who sent me the picture had family living in Bucks County, Pennsylvania. This particular stamp box was popular between the years 1906 and 1913. And we know that Divided Back Postcards debut in March on March 1st, 1907. Given a little wiggle room, we know around the time that Mrs. Heilman had the cat photographed, which is somewhere around 1906 or very early 1907, which is great. So now we know when Mrs. Heilman had the, the cat photographed. So I looked at the 1900 census. The woman said she had family living in Bucks County, Pennsylvania, Berks County, Pennsylvania. There's a lot of Heilmans in Berks County, Pennsylvania in 1900. And there are many women who would fit uh, the Mrs. Heilman's uh, description because we don't have her first name. So this is just a story about a postcard, a cat, uh, a postcard back, a stamp box. Uh, we talked a little bit about the eclipse and how to photograph it. And of course, the We Wear Culture site, which is definitely worth exploring. Now, my next Facebook Live is scheduled already. Let me consult my calendar for September 21st. You still have plenty of time to get your questions in. And because I am really loving this new format, uh, I may do these more often. So send me a shout out. Let me know what you think. Send me your comments. Um, give me a hey. Let me know what you thought of it. Make sure it all worked well this time. And I'll talk to you next time. But remember, more, Ask Maureen, all of these episodes are now available on iTunes. So you can not only watch it, but you can listen to it uh, as a podcast. Thank you very much for joining me. I'll see you next time. Thank you for watching and listening. You can submit your questions for future episodes using the Ask Maureen button on MaureenTaylor.com or through any of my social media contacts. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram as The Photo Detective and on Facebook at Maureen Photo Detective. 
I hope you'll come back for the next show. Don't forget to send me your questions. I'm thrilled to be offering something new. Photo Investigations. These collaborative one-on-one sessions look at your family photos. You and I meet to discuss your mystery images and find out how each clue and hint might contribute to your family history. And trust me, these images can reveal so much in your research. I have decades of experience in the photo, genealogy, and history industries. This is your chance to learn from me and discover the stories in your family images. You can find out more by going to MaureenTaylor.com and clicking on Family Photo Investigations.